Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Tom Shattuck's Burn Peril again, everybody. And I wanted to bring up the story about Jeffrey Dahmer, Alice. Let me pass it to you. What? I'm I'm starting the audio show. Okay. So anyway, so Netflix has this show about Jeffrey Dahmer, which means that a whole bunch of young people have now just for the first time discovered that there was a person named Jeffrey Dahmer and that he existed and all of that. Um, So... That means a number of things. One is that apparently Netflix, I wouldn't know this because I canceled my Netflix because they're degenerates. They put Jeffrey Dahmer in the LGBT category, which I would imagine is films like Brokeback Mountain are in there and like other things. And then like... I'd have that in Cowboys. (laughs) You just happen upon the Jeff Dahmer documentary. That's great. (laughs) It's like a different type of story somehow. I'm not sure that's exactly like the place you'd put it but after an outcry uh they've decided to remove it from the lgbt category which seems advisable now that i think about it couldn't he be in the dining category too (laughs) i guess i mean right there with what's the other one they had the like salt fat acid heat one that they did i think it's right there right it's cooking technique it's a show about um cooking oh i don't know I'm eating right now, as a matter of fact, uh, cream of chicken soup. Oh, I thought you would be having your lo mein. I already whacked it out. That's one of the reasons I'm late. Okay. I just got to so, eat this now, guys. I hate to be a jerk, but Alice, go right ahead. Um, so anyway, so another thing about this is that apparently because now young people have discovered Dahmer because Netflix made a documentary and they can't know anything unless Netflix makes a documentary about it, is that... Um, there's been an outcry now that a bunch of people have referenced Dahmer in their song lyrics. So, which is like very offensive and unkind to the victims. Young people have discovered after years of liking, you know, a Katy Perry song where somebody says, uh, yeah, what is, what could possibly be the context? <laughs> um, so let's see. 
they send it to romanticizing Jeffrey Dahmer. She eats your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so they were fine with the lyric, but now they know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, so now it's a problem. So she's being asked to revisit her very insensitive song that she wrote like 10 years ago or whatever. But also, I don't know that the issue was that Jeffrey Dahmer was figuratively eating, eating somebody's heart out. And I don't think she's talking about cannibalism. So I don't think she's using it right anyway. Mm-hmm. But what a massively moronic thing to write. I, I'm, I'm glad that, that, that that's the lyric. It's like a rapper who's in the song who says it. I mean, oh, like, I don't okay. think Katy Perry, like, came up with well, it Well, the rappers are, have stupid rhymes all the time. They only I didn't have know so who choices. Jeffrey Dahmer was until last week, said one Twitter user. But now, knowing what he did, Juicy J is sick for making people, especially little kids, sing that man's name. And Katy Perry is also <clears throat> sick for allowing that lyric in her song. Our kids still um, sing, I believe I can fly. Well, they don't know anything about that. I know, but the people in the room know. Mm-hmm. Still upsets me when I hear that line in the song Dark Horse. It's easy then, just don't listen to the song Dark Horse. Oh man, that would avoid that would leave in their life. I always can't listen to Dark Katy Perry. The rap break. Imagine that the rap break in a Katy Perry song is something that is must listening for somebody. My suggestion to to them is that if you need to really enjoy the rap break in the Katy Perry song, that you should uh, think about feeding yourself into a tree shredder. Um, but yeah, there's apparently like a few people have um, one. There's another. Uh, there's another song in it that has um, the lyrics. Uh, she's a be yeah no that's a, she's a beast. I call her karma. She eats your heart like Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, Doesn't and then Karma and Dharma, Dharma don't run. <laughs> they don't at all. Um, Rap sucks so Kesha bad. also had a song where she mentioned him in her 2010 song cannibal she sings be too sweet and you'll be a goner yeah i'll pull Doesn't a jeffrey rhyme. dom <laughs> god damn it you people learn somebody learn how to rhyme for frig's sake god so yeah i mean it just shows they're on these very serious issues and um you know, but they didn't know who Jeffrey Dahmer. There was no way to know who Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer, Dahmer was did, until what Netflix. Jeffrey Dahmer did is less offensive than those lyrics we just heard. I'm on. That's record. a bold take. I'm on record saying that. It's true. That's a bold take. I guess Eminem's referenced him too, but like out of all the things Eminem please, says, that's you, what you're going to be offended by. I'm going to expect at least Eminem to be able to rhyme. <laughs> what does he make? Um, let me find his. This article didn't have his lyric. It just mentioned him, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, out of all the things, um, let me see. The song is called Must Be the Ganja, so I'm guessing. Okay. I don't know. Because Ganja is a rhyme. I don't know. He, I also see the words Dalai Lama in here, so. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm admitting I'm beginning to feel like I don't think anyone's real. Faced with a dilemma, I can be Dalai Lama and be calm or bring drama a step beyond Jeffrey Dahmer. Doesn't rhyme. Again. And then mama. (laughs) Alice, what's the opposite? At least. Hold on. Hold on. What's the opposite of more nervous? Nervouser? No. (laughs) Less nervous? Okay. What's the opposite of stormier? (laughs) I don't know. Wait. The seas were stormier. Say now the seas were, what's the opposite? Less stormy? 
Yeah, less stormy rhymes <laughs> with Jeffrey Dahmer, not calmer, Alice. Forget <laughs> it, you too. This is ridiculous. This is this has been I'm confused. what an outrage. <laughs> oh, well, we need some proper rhymes of Jeffrey okay, Dahmer so on the chat. Send chat. in your uh, on proper rhymes. Send in your Dahmer lyrics. How come all of now? them missed? It's remarkable. You don't get to use Dahmer unless you're going to rhyme it, and it can't be close. <laughs> Calmer also doesn't rhyme because it has an L. But do you just pronounce the L in Calmer? Yes. Just like you pronounce the R in February. Well, then Dahmer can't be rhymed with. And so nobody should ever use it. Why don't they go with Jeff? <laughs> do people know it's Jeff? If you say, I'm going to eat your heart out like Jeff? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Let me tell you something. Can, do you mind if we move away yeah, so we from, can L- move. from LGBT category of the show today? Yes. Um... I have come around on that karate. That was fantastic. You're now pro karate. I am very pro in this karate. They do. By the way, you see that we got an email from the school. Oh, about health day and the deodorants. Yes. <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> so, do you think there were other inquiries about it? Because well, I mean, I didn't solicit that. Somebody <laughs> reached out to me because it was in the podcast. That's funny. But yeah, so I wonder. Got, uh, how, I, is it possible, Alice, that this whole town listens to this? John Stewart says, Dahmer, I hardly knew her. You know what? <laughs> At least it's not a try and fail on just having a straight up Dahmer rhyme. Yeah. It's not great, but it's not a total disgrace. So, I mean, you could also just leave your Jeffrey Dahmer references at home. Generally speaking. Yeah, but how are you supposed to know how somebody eats somebody's heart out? <laughs> I don't know. So, so yes. Yeah, so, the school is listening in now. So, we've got moles uh, listening oh, all over town. School okay. is listening. Thank That's you fine. very much, uh, elementary school of this particular town. I appreciate- Things could be worse. Did you see what's going on in the town we used to live in at their school department? Oh, yeah. They spent $2 million all over budget in Melrose. Yeah, they went $2 million over budget last year, and they didn't notice until this summer. I figured they would have saved money when they stopped decentralizing Halloween. They're yeah. de-emphasizing Halloween. That's what mm-hmm. they did last year. That was, was there Bootenklagen Glaffen, the... the, uh, the uh, Oktoberfest? No, Bootenklagen Glaffen Glugut. Um, Kuchenberger? Yes, that's right. the superintendent, yes. yes. So she had to go to the school committee last night and that's announce great. that the reason, because the school committee's been asking, yeah. how come we haven't closed out our 2022 fiscal year budget? Because the 2022 fiscal year budget ends, you know, in the summer of this year. And um, they haven't closed it out because they don't have enough money to close it out because they spent two million more dollars than they were than the budget that they got approved by the city at the beginning of the year. So does and that, they didn't realize that they did. What's it? It's Book Kuchenberger? Kuchenberger. K-U-K? Mm-hmm. K-U-C-K? No, K-U-K-E-N-B-E-R-G-E-R, I believe. Anyway, so... She was already a disgrace for trying to cancel Halloween. She's been through a bunch of school districts. Turtle Boy has documented this. And oh, yeah. She had to go to the school committee who was shocked and horrified. And they cleared out, like, every possible revolving account. Like, the school has revolving accounts that run over. Like, you know, if you're the swim team and you don't use your whole, like, busing budget, you can roll it over into the next year or whatever. They cleared out, like, every account they have that has, like, a rollover budget mm-hmm. to try and pay it so now they're down to like three quarters of a million dollars 
that they have to like come up with and go oh. back to the city so that Could they can like so year. that they can close their books. I hope they can't well, plow days, this year. Well, snow days cost them money. That was part of the problem because they had like so many teacher callouts because of COVID because they had such long mandatory COVID absence policies. Mm-hmm. Teachers had to stay out 10 days after getting COVID. So they had Here's like... Here's from last year. I just wanted to say a few words about Halloween. I have received tons of emails and media requests. I've been doing my best to reply to as many as possible, um, but I know that I haven't had a chance to reach everyone. The one thing I wanted to say is that we're not canceling Halloween. We're not um, saying that Halloween's not a valid celebration for families. I myself celebrate Halloween outside of school with my family, as do many of our educators. Our intent here is just to make sure that we're not centering everything that we do during the fall season around Halloween alone. So they're canceling Halloween, which is what they right. do. She's trying to tell you that she's not because as usual, when one of these people on the left does something offensive and they get caught, they act like she's trying to, she's a victim mm-hmm. and we're not doing the thing at all. But yes, they they don't do Halloween in that school anymore because it's not, um, what's it called, inclusive enough right. because some people may not know and the sheer shock of having a Halloween when somebody's new to it could be very harmful to them. So, right. How's the DEI budget doing, by the our, way? Our staff to think critically about what we celebrate in our schools oh. and why, how we utilize our school day to its maximum potential, and also how we celebrate and have joyful activities with our students. We know joyful that all activity. of those things are important as we work to build community. So Halloween's not banned. We're not saying you can't say Halloween or read books about Halloween or even do Halloween crafts. But we are saying is that we're not going to center everything that we do during the fall around one particular holiday. In other words, no more Halloween. Yeah. But it's not banned. You can still say it. Oh, absolutely. No, we're not teaching uh, CRT. No, 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 no. That's a college. That's a law school construct. Yeah, Art, you wouldn't ideology. even know what that is, yes, I don't no. think. You have no idea. You and your privilege have no idea what that is. <laughs> So she is what I believe could probably be categorized as, if properly um, investigated, what we would call a psychotic. Yeah, and an incompetent psychotic because she couldn't figure out how to stay even remotely within the school budget. That's great. That's great. And I'm sure they found money for plenty of like diversity and equity activities all over the place that they could do during the year. I'm sure those didn't were not on the chopping block. But like, you know, I understand that sometimes there's not as much money for the schools as certain people would want there to be, even though there's plenty of money for the schools. But there's not as much as some people uh, want to have. Uh, Yeah, you can't just actually just spend more than the town approves for you, though. That's not the way to go about getting the more money because that leads to like pretty serious legal problems. Like, what if the city just said no? Well, what happens? Well, I mean, they default on some of their things and that like affects the credit rating of the city and all this stuff. But you've been put into this position of trust where you're in charge of managing the budget for the taxpayers who've entrusted you to that. Like, not only do you get paid by them, but you're in charge of running the city budget or this chunk of the city budget, which really is like half of the city budget. Most I of the believe towns. we need a statewide, if not federal, investigation. I think that these people get DEA funds, right? Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't think, uh, to be clear, oh, I don't no. think anybody. DPA, Department of Education. DOE? DOE, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I don't 
think that anybody stole anything necessarily. I, don't care. I just think I they're the feds in grossly town. incompetent. I mean, I they had the to hire the ta- city had to hire a law firm. That's not cheap to like go through the books I and get help the advise that. That most hurt by this are marginalized Melrosians. And because they're the most hurt, that's not equity, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. And I would like some civil rights people in there as well. Yep. Yep. Morgan says it's D-I-E. Oh, I'm frozen again, apparently. my ca- This camera's terrible. Um, but You're frozen again? Yes. Well, you're the pretty one, so why don't you take the good we'll camera? We'll switch cameras okay. t- this week. Um, anyway, so you can be frozen more often. Why don't um, we but- get a new camera? Are we going to make a capital investment in our equipment? <laughs> we need to talk anyway, about that, too. Okay. And I think we need to switch off our platform, our hosting platform this weekend as well. I completely However, agree. However. Um, I, I but, was listening to a podcast today that definitely has fewer downloads than we have that is chock-a-block with advertisements. Okay. And, um, and, uh, what's his name? Um... Who's my friend? Noah Rothman has um, free lemon trees in his yard. I want some lemon trees. Where does he live? Uh, New Jersey. How can he have lemon? He, he must bring them in in the winter or no, something he has some in kind a of pot. No, some trees because they have a good deal with the tree person. Hmm. Well, anyway. And we need to do, reach but out to I was going to say Yes, it's diversity. And you saw somebody equity. wants to look at our roof. Also... And somebody wants to look at our roof. True. I so, apologize to everybody, by the way. We're so effing busy. I thought about this today, and we should talk about this at some point. I literally like haven't stopped today. <sighs> yeah, it's been a total cluster F. That's why I was late. We've been going, 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 going. So truck cluster. But anyway, please. nobody okay. wants to hear this. Yes, they do. But <laughs> we have to. We need a blanket apology. Apologize to everybody who are not getting back to who want to advertise. Okay. Well, now's the time to do it because we know they listen to this. Okay. Go ahead. You have the floor. I well, I forgot the name of the behavioral coffee shop. Do you uh, remember? I reached out to him. You did. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alice, aren't you good? Um, uh, and then um, th- the guy with the roofing, because it rains in our kitchen now. Um, and I forgot his name too. So I'll have to remember. Go look through your email. I'll look through my email at some point. I can't do it now. I'm th- I got cannibals, <laughs> Kuchenberger, and karate on my mind. <laughs> I so, know. um, k- karate was. Fantastic today. They yes. were. Oh, it was. The sensei is excellent. Uh, the place that we go to was called Five Dragons in Amesbury. <coughs> Let me tell you. I love it. There is disciplene dished out in that uh, class. And I absolutely love it. Today, the kids were down on the ground doing push-ups and all sorts of great stuff. And it was just, it was excellent. And even, like, I, I, so far, our son hasn't been, like, some kids just go sideways. And they're like, you can see that the sensei catches them and sees them. And it's yeah. like, oh, man, it's coming to you, kid. You're getting it. Uh, and today, even our, our kid was distracted and was not. But that's one of the things they do is they get the kids to focus. But, oh, it's fun. It's fun. And plus, they sometimes allow you to to grab it. I, maybe I shouldn't have said the name because this doesn't sound right. But this is what the part I love is they allow you to do exercises where you can hit the kid with a thing. <laughs> a but it's soft a, a, thing. A nerfy thing, yes, exactly. <laughs> but still, I mean, I put a little mo- something on it when I'm with my, my son because it's just a great outlet for me. But um, but it's part of the exercise. Anyway, it's, so I'm thrilled with it. That place is fantastic. It is, it is definitely. They were so on point today. These kids were loud, standing tall. They were great. 
A lot of these kids are kids who just a month ago, you know, had trouble concentrating, and they have snapped too. It is a great, it's, it's a great place. I've been convinced. I was not, I was not convinced at the very beginning. I am convinced now. Great. We'll have to get into it watching karate things. Yeah, I would. I think I would. Mm-hmm. I don't really like UFC, but uh, well, there's that new um, Karate Kid reboot thing. Eh, eh? no, uh, people like that. Anyway, um, so what did you have something else that you wanted to get to, or is, that, or is this my show today? Um, well, I wanted to get to the the fact that you and I need to change our lives. First of all, we have well, that's every is, day. That's not really well. I breaking. know, but like, it's to continue. This is this doesn't work. We got to figure out. We have to do the podcast full time or something, which is why we need to redouble our efforts. What I'm just saying is not this doesn't work, but there are too many. Th- there are too many things. There's only two of us, and like days like today where I'm flat out and you're flat out, the stuff just encroaches on us all over the place. We could have we could have a staff of two full time people <laughs> in this house to clean and cook and do laundry and take care of the stuff outside, and they'd be slammed. <laughs> This is just way too much, and like I guess we could task the kids with doing more stuff, which I guess we could. But I mean, they do some stuff. I mean, they can vacuum and they can empty a dishwasher, sort of. Yeah, but it's not like hired help. Okay. So, are you all set now? There's a referral. um, The my Odyssey email blocks out uh, pitches and solicitations to me, which is. Not ideal because I'm in the content business, so I want pitches and solicitations. Right. But there's a referral program now for Awaken 180. So before you guys get on Awaken 180, mm-hmm. I'm down 30 pounds. Though. Do you know that, else? I've heard. If you want to, um, then come see Tom Shattuck here. I got a deal Speaking for you. of which, I just got approved for another four weeks of Awaken you 180. Did? Yes. Well, that's great. I was going to have you be in the spot today. So there you get to, you're glomming on again. I know. I get to do four more weeks. The funny thing is... They well, tried to yeah. cut me off, but I'm addicted. That's great. That is great. Okay, so let me see. What was the other one? This is you. Here's me. Let me go to the other email and say... Uh, there's a roofing guy who does roofs who's been looking at us. I think mm-hmm. I do have more. Uh, you saw the Congress pass the, the bill, the QR, can, the CR, continuing mm-hmm. resolution. Mansion is such a bitch, man. That dude is sayonara. He is gone. Yeah, that's a really bad look. I would they say. took his stuff out of there, so which means he screws West Virginia because all the the charcoal mm-hmm. crap, whatever he wanted, he screws West Virginia, and they screw West Virginia again because they passed the inflation climate bill. What is he thinking for a guy yeah, who? A I mean, psycho. he he stood up to everything, and the kayakers around his houseboat and everything. He stood up to all the psychos. Yeah. I will tell you, it feels like we're at a little bit of a turning point. Because, like, did you see... So, what do you know about uh, John Keller? What do you feel about John Keller? He's a dickhead. John Keller of Channel 4, WBZ? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a renowned dickhead. Well, listen to this. This is from CBS Boston. There isn't a company in video, but it has a pre-roll, had, so I'm not going to He had an it. issue with him when Herald Radio first opened listen up. Listen to this. This is why I say I feel like we could be at a little bit of a tipping point with some of this stuff, especially, like, the green energy and the climate stuff when energy costs are so, so high. And we're going into a really bad winter in Massachusetts, especially. The prices are high. They call Keller two-shot. 
In other words, he always wants to be in the shot with the principal he's interviewing because he likes to see John Keller in his mustache. Well, so here, Keller at large writes, next Massachusetts governor will face electricity cost crisis. Boston, remember the snowpocalypse winter of 2015 that greeted newly elected Governor Charlie Baker? The next governor will face a crisis of their own. Their own. Electricity costs that will send your utility bills soaring, and GOP candidate Jeff Deal sees an opportunity to draw a contrast. We're at an energy crisis right now, he says. Maura Healy's solution to all this is to create a finance plan with your energy provider, basically to borrow money to heat your home this winter if you can't afford it. The Healy campaign declined an on-camera response, but in a statement blamed big fossil fuel companies for getting us into this mess and said she would pursue federal aid and a waiver of a federal law that restricts domestic shipping of natural gas. Deal said Maura Healy is proud to talk about blocking two natural gas pipelines into our state which feed manufacturing and home heating. And now out of the quote, and that's true. During a WBUR forum on environmental issues last spring, Healy bragged about it. And while experts we spoke with say the war in Ukraine is at the heart of our energy crunch, they said the regional pipeline constraints are a part of the problem. A Healy spokesperson said the candidate believes clean energy is the way out of this mess and says over-reliance on natural gas has left us vulnerable. But Deal says she's all wrong. We need to utilize free market solutions for energy, keep all energy options in the portfolio, he says. Renewable energy, while we want to have it, can't possibly provide all the power for commercial and residential buildings and run every vehicle in the state. So who's got the upper hand in this argument? Even here in Massachusetts, one of the most environmentally aware states in the nation, the environment ranks low in polls of what voters think are the most important issues, and the cost of living ranks high. Deal made a point of saying that he supports pursuing renewable energy supports pursuing renewable energy sources like wind and solar, and Healy is always careful to express concern with economic anxiety. But in the video of Deal's press conference, we noticed he was asked if Trump will come here to campaign for him. Deal's ability to get traction remains hampered by that political affiliation. But I think that's a pretty favorable article to be written about Jeff Deal. Well, I guess so. I guess so. But, I mean... I mean, her. I mean, Channel Four has working class people who have to pay heating bills, so I think that it's a smart article, and she just happens to be collateral damage. Yeah, but I mean, they could have gone in there and said, like, oh, like the the thing is the Putin's price hike and the war in Ukraine, and it has nothing to do with the pipelines, and that's absurd, and deal is ridiculous. I mean, they could have gone that route, mm-hmm. and they didn't. You know, because they could have parroted her campaign's talking points. By the way. Mm-hmm. By the way, I texted Jeff Deal. I know he's a busy guy, but I texted him. Yes. And I have not received a return text. So this is my question. If his handler is handling his phone, mm-hmm. let Jeff know I made a query. I understand that he's working Massachusetts right now, but it, it could be a smart idea. I'm just saying. could be a smart idea. So true. So true. I can do some outreach too. I know some people too. I I, I don't I don't need him, but I mean he might be able to. Might he should take advantage. Um, Indeed, but I thought I'm just that surprised was... that, that you know he. I, I'm very friendly with him. I'm just surprised, and I just hope that somewhere along the line the the team is, isn't broken. But Jeff Deal's been so much so written off as like a joke. Like he's uh, and he does his campaign is out of money, frankly. Mm-hmm. Like and. You know, if some of the people, you know, uh, certain moderate Republican businessmen 
showed that they wanted to burn a lot of money on gubernatorial campaigns, they could very easily do some of that, but they chose to do it I in a different Jeff way. I thought Jeff had allies like that, doesn't he? No, or are they not? Jeff doesn't really. That's the problem, is that like all the big money in the state was generally with Baker, and Baker turned off the spigot pretty much. He said, forget it. Rick Green? Uh, He's not like Baker's people. Oh, okay. Not like, like Salvatore? That. Sal's? Yeah. That guy? I don't know who any of these people are. I'm so removed from Massachusetts. Although it's funny, I was... <laughs> I had the... Uh, the guy running for um, for Senate in Vermont, Malloy, on mm -hmm. again today. It's like the second time in two weeks. He was good last time. Yeah, there was a poll that had him within seven points, too, which yeah. was amazing. He's good. And it's funny because he's been, uh, like, hustling. He's been on Howie's show, which is, I'm sure, maybe more than Jeff Deal has at this point. Um, and he's been... Uh, just working the talk radio people, working people. It's it's very interesting. It's I hope he can win. I mean, who knows? He's being outspent too. He's got like eighty grand, and the other person has two million. The last campaign report I checked, Jeff Deal had like sixteen thousand dollars. I mean, he raised more than that, but he spent it on stuff. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's out there. I think he's doing a lot, but it's um, it's an uphill battle when your campaign doesn't have money. Although there was a poll that showed him winning independence, which you like have to do in this state because they're more than half the state. I just don't really know. Um, you know, it's, it's very tough because it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, people decide it's unwinnable, so they don't invest time or money or energy into it, and then and then it becomes not winnable because nobody invests time or money or energy into it. But, you know, I, I sure hope he has a chance. I mean, but those are the issues. It's stuff like that, like energy costs, that are the winning issue here. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the inflation. It's the home heating this winter, which is going to get ugly. It's like a, it's things like that, because that's real to people. Like trans bathroom stuff is not real to most people. It doesn't affect most people. Whether right. or not you can pay your. Well, although that's part of the that's part of the parents choice thing in schools so. though oh yeah totally but in massachusetts i think m there are more parents who are for trans stuff in schools than not yeah i think i think there are more liberal parents ziggy robinson says have you ever been to riverside pizza in groveland between pentucket middle school and the bridge to Haver oh behavioral the answer is yes under the old management which is fine and then the new management which i think we quite liked actually mm -hmm. uh recently so yeah i like them over there 
We we're, can't eat pizza, though. Yeah, we're out of the pizza piz right now. I've been to DeLeo's in Amesbury. It had been our go-to. Definitely. I kind of like a lot. Of, I like a lot about that place. It, they do a fine, good, fine job. I have not found pizza up here that has been life-changing. Meanwhile, right. like, and, and ooh, he's just sent me a pizza. Piece, picture Don't look pizza. at pictures of the pizza. Don't oh, look at pictures of the pizza. The it's not good for you. But I think it stinks. Oh, he doesn't like it. They messed up multiple owners and are trying to say this is a chicken parm pizza. Mm. Uh, yeah. What are we What are we even doing with a chicken parm pizza? For God's sakes. Plus, it looks very doughy. <sighs> um, did you see that Taylor Lawrence called herself the Bob Woodward of the TikTok I did. generation? I did. It, it, is it? Maybe it's helpful that she has no self-realization. Maybe it's a, a good thing. I mean, she obviously, I would also say, is a person who is a psychotic. Yeah, she's nuts. Yeah. Ooh, hold on. Hold on now. Mm-hmm. Hold on. There are psychotics, then there are psychotics. The are kind you going to play Hacinda? The kind I like, Alice. You know, I think it's important to state that um, that abortion is an economic issue. Forcing poor and working class people uh, to give birth um, against their will, against their consent, um, against their ability to provide for themselves or a child is a profound economic issue. And it's certainly a way to keep um, a workforce uh, basically conscripted uh, to large scale employers and to employers to be. Uh, you know, what? I love her because mm -hmm. she's hot as hell. And mm -hmm. as, as dumb as the dumbest attractive freshman in every university. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's she, really dumb. She's great. What else did you want me to play? Um, your New Zealand prime minister is in there oh, further up the thread, too. too. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, she's completely wrong about this. There's a reason why corporations are paying their employees to get abortions and not paying for childcare. Hello. Like, <laughs> they, the corporations like the abortion they're on your side on this one is there a, like any big corporation that hasn't endorsed abortion all over the place and like talked about how they're standing up for women's rights and said they're going to pay for people to go out of state to get abortions like I, they, they're you're on the side of the corporations on this one my friend oh uh, here she is <laughs> this is my jacinda ardern uh the uh prime minister the of new zealand very <laughs> Very attractive fascist for New Zealand. This week we launched an initiative alongside companies and nonprofits to help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experiences are curated by automated processes. This will also be important in understanding more about mis- and disinformation online, a challenge that we must as leaders address. Sadly, I think we it's easy to dismiss it. this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light-touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal but noble? 
How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? Yeah, the how weapons can you may possibly? be different, but the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same to cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves, to disband communities, to collapse the collective strength of countries who work together. But we have an opportunity collective. here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. See? In these times, I'm only I'm acutely aware of how Morgan easy says it I'm is prettier to feel disheartened. Meh. We are facing many battles on many fronts. She but wants your YouTube channel banned, Tom. Because for every new weapon we face, there is a new tool <laughs> to overcome She it. wants to ban your YouTube channel. For every channel. attempt to push the world into chaos. But that's still banned, is isn't it? Yeah, we're still not on YouTube. To order. I think we have we like have four days means. left before we're allowed back. We just need What is it about attractive will. fascist women? Like this lady and uh, uh, Wu Train. And AOC, I mean, she's just yeah. not in enough personal power. Yeah. I'm Why all, do you like it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I must be into um, s Restrictions on free speech. <laughs> I must be into S&M, but like ball gag things and something. I must be into it, I, I guess. <sighs> well, anyway, yeah, we're still not on YouTube. Did you see that California, by the way, has a law going? They're trying to pass this law that, like, you lose your medical license if you're a doctor and you tell your patients COVID misinformation. <sighs> I mean, it's really actually, like, I joke, but it's dangerous. And she's dangerous. And AOC's dangerous. I mean, they're all, like, they can't be allowed near the levers of power. You can't let people like that run things. True. They're crazy and out of control. Um, Ziggy Robinson likes Nick's place, too. We like Nick's, too. Obviously, um, we can't go there. But, I mean, but anyway, I wanted to revisit Lizzo briefly, too. Uh-huh. Um, because there's, like, a lot of leftists on Twitter who are, like, extremely gleeful about this and saying, like, ha-ha, see? We have a fat black woman twerking with the something that belonged to the man who made up the three-fifths compromise. Ha-ha, see? Mm -hmm. The symbolism. Like, and your buddy Ellie Mistal, the one who's always on yeah, MSNBC. Yeah, with his stupid hair, yeah. He goes, if any of James Madison's descendants is offended by Lizzo wanting to try out the 200-year-old iron... If, is offended by Lizzo wants to try out the 200 year old iron collar white folks would have fixed to our ancestors who tried to escape James Madison's clutches I'm sure somebody at the National Museum of African American History could hook you up hey uh, stupid hair you should go on uh, the uh, health plan that I'm on as a matter of fact you could drop some weight that'll be good for you and I, I can get a reference I'll give you a kickback yeah I mean they also were did you know that the person who's running the um uh, National Archives or wherever they got the stupid flute is also a historic first. Are they? Oh, I'm shocked. So it's also a really? woman of color. So it's all symbolism all the way down. So Excellent. All but, I can tell you so, is the historic first black lesbian uh, press secretary is just aces. <laughs> they are great. You know what they said during the press um, briefing today, else? What did they say during uh, Nothing. They didn't hold one. Oh. Well. Because they're... Um, having trouble fielding questions about the president searching audiences for dead people. I would say that was a, an odd moment. For so sure. it has been it has been scrapped. And, and your good friend thinks it's normal, actually. 
Oh, George Takei, who I've talked to on two occasions. Not just George Takei, but uh, oh, Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy. Oh, get Dan so Kennedy. Because it's totally understandable. Dan Kennedy and John time. Keller belong to each other. Oh, that is perfect. My goodness. So Dan Kennedy is is he is an unintelligent human being. He's also a panty waist, and he's also a milk toast um, faux reporter who doesn't know anything about being mm-hmm. a reporter. He famously put up a great blog post about how when how when or the Freedom Rally was coming to Boston, you know, the racist rally, mm-hmm. how he brought his reporter's kit, his real reporter's notebook, and he brought $40 bail money for when he got arrested. And he brought like- For all, doing what? Oh, what he's a badass. Who knows what gonzo together. journalism he was going to get involved in. And I, <laughs> And he was just uh, such a fruitcake. This is guy, $40 even enough bail money if you He's such a perfect fruitcake. And he's got a guy like he, he, like in his like uh, avatar, you can all his cats in the background. It's like, you are such a cat person. Stay away from the fracas, okay? But yeah, he... He is the worst. He tweeted, I recently wished a happy birthday to a Facebook friend, not a close acquaintance, who had died. When someone pointed it out to me, I remembered. Seems pretty normal to me. So, did you happen to be physically at an event where you were about to meet the dead person's family to memorialize them for the fact that they had died? Because if that's the case, that would seem normal. But this is fu- that's fine. But the, the great great thing is that this guy teaches journalism to students at Northeastern <laughs> University. Congratulations, Northeastern! Excellent hire, excellent hire. Northeastern University, by the way, Alice, the only university to um, first defer, then accept for admission Thomas Winchettick. <clears throat> I had an in. Hmm. I had the in uh, most of all ins. The guy who was in headed up the uh, admissions uh, department. Yep. But I chose to go out and tackle the world, and here I am, Alice. Mm-hmm. Here I am, podcast king of yeah this part of the house. Can you pretend to listen? I am. I'm sending you one be more, more thing. That be I- more. Uh, um, uh, impressed with the things I <laughs> You're the podcast king, honey. Days with John wow. Keller made an analogy two weeks ago during Martha's Vineyard. He said this is the equivalent of Charlie Baker sending unvaccinated people to Florida. <laughs> like that didn't effectively happen. Jesus. Um, and then, uh, so I think we're getting close. I wonder if we have chat chat messages, but I do want you to play one more thing before we check the chat chat, yes, which is... I saw this on Twitter today. Vice um, made a piece all about reintegrating sex offenders into society. Yeah, I think this has and a how, swear in it, but fine. In my, uh, you, you can clean it up. It's fine. Okay. Um, and they, uh, this was their interview with like, the sex offenders. We all out here in this world, and we all got to make it happen. It ain't nothing stopping me. So, like, I'm very hopeful and confident. After this interview, Ashif sent a picture of his penis to our producer. <laughs> Gotta like him. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's a reason we don't reintegrate the sex offenders. All right. Ready? For the shot shot? I'm ready for Hold the shot shot. Hold on. This has been a seat of our pants show. I kind of like it. You look lovely in red. Thank you. You look good. Uh... Oh, my brother said Tuesday burn barrel was hilarious. It did. I don't remember which one. What was could Tuesday? that have been? Tuesday. <laughs> what was that? Today's Thursday. What was Tuesday? Was that's good to know because it's. I, I don't remember it whatsoever. All right, here we go. I'm going to take these calls right here. Okay. Okay. 
Hey guys, it's a little off topic here, but uh, this is Josh K. I think I know who this is. Mm. I'm seeking some advice and uh, need you to settle something for me. So, is it okay or not to put a sensor, you know, like a little um, Simply Safe open close sensor, on the closet door in the bathroom? Got a little sibling uh, gaslighting going on here, and just looking for your your wisdom. And the closet door <clears throat> of the bathroom. So wait a second. What are you trying to so detect? You don't mean the. He doesn't mean the the cabinet cabinet thing where the drugs would be because I I used to date a woman who would rifle through that when she went to no, anybody's I think house. So we linen closet. And what would you put there? I don't know. Maybe you would put something else in there. What well, simply safe does what? Simply Safe is like a, an equivalent to like Arlo. They do like home security systems. Oh, I see. So you're trying to look at naked he, people. No, I don't think he said a camera. Josh, he said I a need sensor. some info. You yeah, we don't fully him. understand on, this situation. Josh, so I'm incomplete. Um, but in general, I don't think you should put security devices in the bathroom. But I'm not sure. It may, possibly there's some context I'm not understanding. It's not a camera, though, right, Josh? I wouldn't think. I guess we'll see. So, um, yeah, I don't know my thoughts on that at this point in time. But in general, the law does say that people do have a, an expectation of privacy in a bathroom generally. But I would think as long as it's not recording equipment, there's nothing like explicitly wrong with it. It's yeah. just, uh, but I'm trying to understand what you would like to detect I know. Of, I have. A, I have a friend. Let me tell you something, Josh. I have a friend who got into about twenty years ago. Got into the. I found out after the fact, by the way. Mm -hmm. Filming areas where women may be naked. Yeah, that's frowned upon mostly. That's frowned upon. That's um, a way to end up in the documentary about sex offenders being rehabilitated. Well, he wasn't a sex offender, but. Uh, yes, was putting hidden cameras where women are naked makes you a sex offender. Oh, does it? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm not guilty of it. <laughs> Thank God. I could, but well, he, but his thing was that is it once you start that it's very hard to stop. Is was his? Yeah. Anyway, because you're a pervert. I didn't do it. No, I no. mean, if you if one does that, one is a pervert. Okay, is that better? Morgan says, Josh, it's a ghost. So that's interesting. That's interesting. Hey, Tom, remember me? I'm your imaginary friend from when you were a wee little lad. Remember all the fun we used to have? <laughs> oh, God. I think that going somewhere weird. you threw through the storefront window, all the glass shattering, all the confusion and chaos. Right, remember that time you uh, tied up that little girl? And okay, I get you. Okay, <clears throat> I don't remember that. I actually don't think I ever threw a brick through a building either. I was we were a few. Maybe of us, it's a reference to something. Few of us were drunk at a golf course one time, and one kid chucked a brick through the window of the. Maybe that clubhouse. was him. Mm, no, that kid was a jerk too. I gotta find him. I owe him some revenge, as a matter of fact. So the first time I was in Vegas, I stayed at the Excalibur, a mm -hmm. uh, pretty nice hotel. Um, but um, you have to go uh, up the escalator to get to the food court. Right. And uh, I stopped at a um, Krispy Kreme because I was hankering for some glazed donuts at the time. 
And uh, right across from it was a, a show, a theater mm-hmm. that was called uh, Thunder from Down Under. And uh, at that time, um, a bachelorette party broke out after the end of the show. And they were like, uh, they were heavily drunk. Ooh. And um, they came, they came up to me and and uh, started uh, talking about how hot those guys were and stuff. And I'm just standing here in line, just wanting to get my donuts. And they got pretty graphic. And and I told the lady, I go, I just want some donuts. That's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. I would have been afraid to be in that line with a bunch of attractive co-eds. Uh, Is this from Josh? Is this an update? It is from Josh. Okay. He says, not to be named, told me people were breaking into my closet to steal my gout meds because I freaked out that some were missing. So I decided to put a sensor um, up after the roofers used the bathroom. Then he called me mentally unstable for putting a security device in the bathroom. I don't think it's... Oh, well, here's the thing. I don't think you, you, that you're mentally unstable for doing it. Uh, I would I would tell you... So what if your girlfriend's attractive friend uses your shower and that camera catches her in, in compromised? Is it a camera or just a sensor to see when it opens? Who has that kind of sensor? I don't know. I assume it's, it's good. The problem is, is that is he strong enough to not look at that footage? I don't think he has a girlfriend right now. Well, that's really not the Well, point so of the maybe that's not question. a concern for him then. Is he strong enough not to look at the footage if there's a naked woman on his security camera? Is there going to be? You, I think that's I relevant. I guarantee you, most of the people listening right now, I'm listening later, most of the men, not me, because I have moral standing, but most of the men would say, hell yes, I'm going to look at the footage. Okay. But maybe that's not a risk at his place. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a risk. I don't think it's a Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Hey, Allison, Tom. This is Dana from Maine. I'm hey, actually Dana. in Massachusetts Hi, today, which is uh, terrible. Correct. Uh, but anyways, Ned Lamont. I'm friends with him. He's actually, what a nice guy. He's so smart on baseball. It was a great <laughs> recommendation the other day. He, he actually had another one. He thinks that if at the end of nine innings there's a tie that the game should start all over again huh. so that the fans don't have to wonder how long is this game going to be what, what do you guys think about that let me know i think not a bad idea whatsoever <laughs> i think not a bad idea i thought that lamont the lamont thing was um was intelligent and he was last right. night i tuned in to watch aaron judd see if he could break roger maris's home run record instead i saw the toronto blue jays walk him four straight times Nothing more boring than watching a home run hitter get walked over and over again. New rule. Let's try this out. You walk a slugger like Aaron Judge once, he takes first base. You walk him twice in the same game, he gets first base and second. I like how he keeps going. You walk him three times, he gets third <laughs> So we don't like, get the yeah. idea. <laughs> but the thing is, he's doing like this intellectual victory march, showing us. Yeah, you see? See how I think? A business thing. I think that's a great idea. I think we should restart the game after nine innings. That's a, um, both of those are symptomatic of people that are used to spitballing in marketing meetings. I know. But and that's are a, told there are no dumb ideas and throw things right, out there. But you say that in a marketing meeting and anybody who knows anything about baseball is going to say, what the hell is 
possibly going on in your mind. But a lot of the ideas people throw out in marketing meetings are as dumb as that, just in different fields. <sighs> so what you get for telling hey, people Hey, Tom and Alice, no Mike ideas. and Groveland here. Hey, Mike. Hi, Mike. Uh, it took me a little bit to kind of put my, put my finger on this, but I think Joe Biden is actually morphing into Aunt Bethany from Christmas Vacation. Oh. Is Rusty still in the Navy? <laughs> and for a fat uh, musician... Uh, great guitar player, Leslie West from Mountain. Anyways, keep up the great work, guys. Was it, what are they, do they do Mississippi Queen? Mississippi Queen? What is Mountain? I don't know what that is. Uh, I'll look him up. Leslie West. Anyway, we got a whole bunch of messages on fat uh, musicians. Hey, Tom. All right. Uh, let's see. Hey, Tom. Oh, it's hey, Alice. Hope you like my rendition of the Bruce Springsteen song. <sighs> Yesterday. <laughs> That's the bike board in the barn. <laughs> All right. Ready for Dan? Ready. Hey, Tom and Alice. It's uh, the former Danny and Bill Ricca. Hey, Dan. Hope you guys Danny. are doing well. What do you mean the former? What's going on? Where'd I you don't go? know. Did you call him Tommy and Bill Ricca last time? Did I call him? Maybe I did. At one point, you called him Tommy. But maybe Tommy he moved Bill out of Bill Ricca. Maybe he's out of state. Hey, Tom and Alice. It's uh, the former Danny and Bill Ricca. Hope you guys are doing well. It's been a while. I've uh, been on the road pretty much all of the month of September, so I fell way behind on everything. Oh. Uh, and when I kind of turned back up again from under my rock, I found that uh, Tom had become a big KMS star. Some pretty oh, exciting yeah. stuff. So true. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty cool. And, cool. uh, you know, just like Tom, as you're prone to do, you know, maybe bring it, bring you up, uh, items 10, 12 months after they happened. Uh, I'm sure there's a few things I'd like to revisit. I'm going to compare some notes with Tim and Canton, get back to you on some things. <laughs> oh, but good. I think one thing that went lost in all of this was, uh, the, your episode with Anthony DiLorenzo, who I thought did a very nice job. Oh, yeah. But Alice telling him that, uh, everyone needs to get married after a year of dating. That, that might be the craziest thing I've heard all month. Thank goodness, Alice. I do. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, just so you know, Dan, it took us less than a year. We had like a six kids engaged. after a year and a half. You should get engaged after, within a year. I, you know what? I'm fine. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> somebody gets married, it means somebody has a party somewhere, and there's a small chance that we could go to it, right? Yeah, I'm pro everybody getting married. Speaking of marriage, um, uh, Mackenzie Scott, formerly Mrs. Jeff Bezos, is getting divorced again. Oh, yeah, yeah. So now that guy's going to get a quarter of Jeff Bezos' stuff, I guess. So, yeah. Ooh. So, and then when they both get divorced again, presumably. But um, I do think that says more about her. Like, if you get divorced and then you get divorced again that quickly, that's like, that reflects well, on this, you Well, this, that marriage bit. could have been a stick it to Bezos. Mm-hmm. And then she just realized Or she, she could got... be toxic and crazy. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. Great week of shows, I thought. We had a lot of fun. I'm going to listen to Tuesday's show, and the, my brother said it was funny. Josh, I'm glad we could help you with your surveillance cameras. It's not surveillance. Morgan women. says it's just two magnets that alert you if the door was open and closed. Mm. I don't think it's crazy. Do, what do, you, do you want to know if somebody's going into the closet? It's better you just don't know. <laughs> it's better you just don't know. Well, I did read a whole thing one time. Ugh. But you did. <laughs> Where somebody thought like people were moving things and like leaving weird notes around their apartment and all this stuff. And like it was this whole thing. And they posted on Reddit about it. And somebody said 
check, put in a carbon monoxide detector because like confusion and not remembering stuff is a symptom of like low grade carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. And the apartment was full of carbon monoxide and they'd like been leaving notes for themselves around and like doing stuff and not remembering it. And they thought they like somebody was breaking in and they were like going crazy. But it turned out it was just carbon monoxide poisoning. How creepy. Well, that's your PSA for the day. Have carbon yeah. monoxide detectors. Yeah, get those checked, like like we like we do. As a matter Every, of fact, uh, when are you supposed to do it? When you change your clocks, right? That's right. That's what I do. <laughs> that's yeah. when I do it. <laughs> Thank you all for the Patreon. Thank you, Patreon people, and for joining us on these lives. I like doing it every day now. Alice, good on you for sealing uh, for um, sharing your um, recipe with everybody. Everybody loves it. Yeah, but those people that get to have pizza and stuff, I don't get to have that. So this is so you don't want them to know about the yeah, zoodles. Yeah, correct. This is proprietary, just for me. Don't let these people. Okay, have I won't tell pleasure them. while I'm having pain. You're not having pain. You're happy. I'm having pain. You're happy. You're having a good time. I look good though. You I look enjoy good the, the zucchini. I look good in the karate mirror today. I thought, you know what? I look a tad skinnier. I think you look a tad skinnier. Don't you? I do think so. All right, everybody. See you later. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great night. If you want to join us for the live shows, you can do so at patreon.com slash burn barrel. And you can always listen to and watch the shows for free, not on YouTube, because we're still kicked off there. But on Rumble, I'm fully caught up on putting the videos back on Rumble. And uh, anywhere else you like Why to listen Monica to podcasts. Why do the Monica and Earl um, glasses have boxing gloves? Because they got married on Boxing Day. Your daughter realized that. She said, but do is- they have boxing gloves because they got married on Boxing Day? But is Boxing Day no, about it's a bo- pun. boxing? Oh, it is? Yes. I'm going to take it up with them. And I said, Had yes, I known, it is. I would have. So they said, I noticed they got married on <laughs> Boxing Day. Is that why there are boxing gloves? And I said, that's so smart of you, but, you know. Had I known, I would have protested during the ceremony when they asked the crowd if anybody has a problem with it. Hmm. Hmm. You're going to step forward. Boxing that- Day is not about boxing gloves. Excuse me. I hereby dissolve this matrimony. All right, now goodbye. It's hard to say goodbye when there's no music. You it, it is hard to say goodbye. All right, see you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.